BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hello, folks. This is Lyle here. I just wanted to drop in at the beginning of the podcast because, uh, so as you guys know, uh, this podcast is basically audio highlights from a Twitch stream that I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Lyle Forever. And this podcast has calls sort of Frankensteins together from three different streams, but two of the streams are are from pre-recorded streams, if that makes any sense. They're like, I I basically recorded them offline and then streamed them later uh, because I was, I was busy uh, on the road doing some stuff and I couldn't stream. But anyway, this is, I know it's complicated. All I wanted to do was come on here at the beginning of this podcast and let you guys know that Throughout this podcast, if you ever hear me say mention anything about like, oh, this is being pre-recorded or oh, this will air at some point later, it, it it stuff that's just making no sense. This is just me right here letting you know, uh, just ignore it. But regardless, uh, ignoring that, this is still a a great episode of lots of good calls. Um, it was interesting to record some of these calls with no live chat going on, because in a weird way, it makes it feel more intimate, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, this is a podcast, and it's recorded anyway. It's not like the live stream. So, yeah. Does anyone care about this? Should I just get into the podcast? Should we just get into it? This is a good one. Take a listen. Thanks for listening to the pod. I appreciate you guys very much. By the way, if you have any thoughts about the podcast, any comments... Any questions, any concerns? I love hearing that stuff. I'm always neurotic and in my head about this podcast version because it's not like the Twitch version where it's live and I can sort of get that live feedback from people. So please, listeners of the Therapy Gecko podcast, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, feedback, whatever it is, please send me an email. An email at Lyle forever and ever at gmail.com. That's Lyle forever and ever at gmail.com. L Y L E F O R E V E R A N D E V E R at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Anyway, enough of this. Enough of me. Sorry if you don't, none of this makes any fucking sense. Let's get into the thing. Goes on the line, taking your phone calls every- 
Nora. Wait, Nora, we just spoke before, didn't we? Oh my god, hi. No, we, we've never spoken. I've been calling for hours, like the whole time. Interesting. We've never spoken. I feel like I talked to a Nora recently. I don't know, maybe Nora is becoming a more popular name. Do you know a lot of other Noras? I do not. So what's up, Nora? Tell me everything. Why is this insane? I am a huge fan, and oh, I'm very nervous that. right now. I oh, appreciate that. No, don't be nervous. Look, it's just you and me, and um, there's no chat right now. I'm not live. I'm sitting in my chair where I normally sit for the stream, and I'm staring into the camera I normally stare at, but there is. I'm not live. I'm putting this one in the can for later. Does it feel weird to be in the Gek costume, but no one's watching? You know, it felt weird at first, but now that I've now that I've gotten into it, it really it kind of feels exactly the same. Um, because it's cool. Because it, well, I, 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 I interact with I, I interact with chat sort of minimally while I'm on the phone with someone. Most of it is interact me interacting with the person I'm on the phone with, and that mm -hmm. element has has remained constant. So um, well, that's good. I appreciate having your attention. That is meaningful of course of course so what can i do for you nora oh god i i don't know i really didn't think uh, this was like my i've called like 200 times mm. um mm. this was my my last ditch effort and i really was not prepared for you to answer the phone that's okay i wasn't really prepared to talk to you either um so is there like a question tonight that you're asking everybody no, not really. I didn't think about that that this this that far in in advance. I'm kind of just talking to people on the phone about whatever. I don't know. I mean, you said Nora, you say you're a fan. I mean, what do you think of the format? Do you think it's like Sometimes I'm like, how long can I really keep doing this for? You know what I mean? Like how I you know, well that part's up to you. Like if it if it if it is What's the word I'm looking for? Not sustainable. I mean, yeah, sustainability is important. Sure. But if you feel like it's fulfilling for you, I would just say do it until it's not. I like that. I like that, Nora. Nora, Nora what do you do with your life? Um, so I just graduated a couple of months ago. Um, High school or college? College. Nice. Um, and... To keep it vague, I now work at uh, a. Uh, it's it's, well, it's a facility that um, helps people get off of drugs. So yeah, okay. that's that's what I do now. Like a, a rehabilitation center. Yeah, and we incorporate um, uh, medication-assisted treatment, so things like Suboxone. Big. Big words, but it's just... What is Suboxone? Suboxone, oh gosh, it's an opioid blocker, essentially. And so it uh, helps people with symptoms of withdrawal. And it also will, if someone were to use while they were on Suboxone, they wouldn't feel the effects of the drug that they're taking. And so it's, you know, easier to... To stop taking the drugs. It helps a lot with withdrawal symptoms. That's the biggest part. Mm -hmm. And so, was this 
was working at a rehab facility something you always wanted to do? Was that your goal? Kind of. I've always had, um, I've always had a a desire to work in, uh, you know, like addiction treatment and stuff. That, but I didn't think I could do it for a while. I didn't think I had it in me. But you know, when you say you didn't think it had, you had it in you. Like, do you mean like the ability to withstand being around? You know, sort of a, a a depressing environment, or the skills yeah. to do the job. Like, what do you mean by it? I de- the 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 first thing you said definitely. I I didn't think that I would be able to handle. I think I I really didn't think that I would be able to handle the times when you can't reach somebody because not everybody mm-hmm. it doesn't work out for everybody. I mean, people. Uh, stop coming in for their appointments or, you know, um, relapse is pretty common. And a lot, like a lot of times people can get over that hurdle, but sometimes people can't. And I thought that that would affect me too much and that I wouldn't do well if that happened. But, you know. Do you consider yourself optimistic? Ooh, not really. Definitely not for myself. Maybe for other people. Like I, I believe in. I am end, endlessly optimistic for other people, but I am very not for myself. Why do you think that is? Oh gosh. You know, I don't know. I have very low self-esteem. That could be it. Self-worth. I, the, the reason I'm asking is because, um, you know, this thing of not feeling like you can handle it when you try to reach someone and it doesn't work out. Um, you know, I was wondering if maybe you were a typically optimistic. Well, you said, well, you said you are. You said you are optimistic for other people. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if uh, these these times in which you see people not being able to be reached uh chips away at that at that optimism it definitely does i mean it changes kind of the way that i see like the 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 world like you know i i majored in social work and so you see really this past year i feel like i have seen and I think this was kind of like the veil was pulled back for a lot of people this past year. But mm-hmm. um, in some of my classes, I, I'm just learning about these systems that it feels like they were never meant to actually work. And it just keeps people, you know, mm-hmm. unstable and poor and addicted and all of these different things. And it has just mm-hmm. it's been... <laughs> I feel like that was a reckoning that a lot of people had this past year and I've I've you know had these thoughts for quite some time but you know but when you say the system do you mean sort of a overall government system or do you mean the system of the of the rehab center that you work in uh like an overall system I I like my job um and you know it is uh a company and so they're partially in it for financial reasons but i do think that i'm sorry there's a siren going by my apartment right now hold on a minute um 
they are a company, but I do think that most of the people that work there have a genuine interest in like sustained and long-term recovery and sobriety. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want to ask you. So, okay. So when you think about how, when you have these epiphanies, like how you're describing them, that the systems in place uh, are meant not to work. I mean, how does that make you feel? Does that because because you could look at you because you look you could look at that two different ways. You could look at that two different ways. You do. Yeah. You could look at that. You could be like the systems are broken. They will stay forever broken. Life sucks. Fuck it. Or you could feel sort of, you know, inspired. The systems are broken. Let's do our best to fix them. You know, it could do feed into the... Do you think that we have the power to make a change? At, at that what? level? You know, my... Uh, my uh, you know, I know we have, we, we're have we not really talking about anything super specific here, but uh, sort of as a general thing. I believe... I'm sort of individualistic. And uh, mm-hmm. I believe that you as an individual are presented every day with opportunities to um, help out. I mean, no, you're not going to. No, you're not going to solve poverty alone. Right. By yourself. But fuck. I mean, there's a billion ways that you as an individual can help out on a small scale. And the big scale is just thousands and thousands of bricks of the small scale. So, I mean, whatever you can do to help out in your own little way. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I is, do believe that. I do believe you know? that, you know, making a difference however you can is meaningful. It just sometimes, you know, it gets overwhelming to think about the sheer, like, scale of problems that people face. You know what I, I always kind of think about this with the internet is that um, uh, uh, this might sound harsh, but the, our brain, there's no, our brains were not fucking wired oh, for I, every uh, single problem yeah. to be our problem. I could not agree with you more. I, I think about this all the time. When I think about the scale of problems that people are faced with, I then think about nobody was ever meant to be like this aware. <laughs> no, because back before Twitter, if there was, because just like back before the internet, uh, you know, in like the 1800s, if a fire destroyed all of Australia, I mean, we we just wouldn't fucking we wouldn't even know. Exactly. You know. Gek, and I it's like spoke to my uh, soul right there. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't even know. Uh, so, I mean, it's good. It's good that we're aware of these problems. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but at the end of the day, you, you can't. You can You just physically cannot make every single problem that exists your problem. You know. I, I mean, pick pick a thing that's important uh-huh. to you. A, a one pick one thing that's very important to you and you know double down on that you know if if you try to solve every single problem going on in the world or you try to think your way through it i mean you're going to go insane oh yeah you're going to wind up hospitalized if you try to do that 
What's what's something that um, what's like one thing? What do you, what do you, okay, if you had to do that, if you had to pick your main thing, what is it? Oh gosh, um, see that's hard. Um, hmm. You know, I have. I mean, I've I've always been had a keen interest in uh, people being in recovery um, from drugs and alcohol. So, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. Doubling well, down well, on that. Well, 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 golly gee, you're in a perfect <laughs> uh, you're in a perfect place, then, aren't you? Uh, working I at a, 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 that center. It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't feel perfect, but I'm doing it. So. Um, well, look, Nora, I'm glad you got a thing that uh, you care Thank about you. here. Um, yeah, don't don't try to solve all the world's problems at once. You'll you'll go nuts. You know. I'll do my best. You too, Gek. Take it easy. Do you prefer Gek or Lyle? Nora, you can call me whatever you want. I like Lyle. I like Gek. I'll do it. I'll do, we can do. We can do. What, what do you like? Do you like Nora or Gek or Lyle? I, I would love to be called Lyle, to be honest. Well, Lyle, <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to you. Lyle, it was a pleasure talking to you. I'm so amazed that this has happened. I'm probably going to think about this for the next three days. I, I hope I hope the thoughts are good. Oh, yeah. All good. All good thoughts. Wonderful. Take care, Nora. Thank you. Take care. Have a good night. That was a long one. What's up, Nora? Shout out to Nora. I hope I don't sound too harsh when I say that. Um, she's doing a good thing. I do. I believe. Look, I believe in the small victories. Because what are the big victories? But just you know, a bunch of small ones. Pick up a fucking piece of trash that you see on the floor. Bam. If ever, if, 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 if we all picked up one piece of trash, that's seven billion pieces of trash. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not the, it won't end trash, but it's pretty good. Call from Alexander. Alexander? Yes, sir. What's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Have we ever spoken before, Alexander? We have never spoken before, no. And I can't believe I got through to you. That's, that's such a trip. Uh, so how are we doing, well, Alexander? Tell me everything. I'm good, man. I, I got uh, two questions, actually. I don't know which one's more important, but I figured I'd ask them both. Uh, my roommate is insane, but she wants to be a therapist, and I think that's a bad idea. I just don't know how to tell her. Interesting. When you tell person, me... <laughs> when you, oh, I'm sorry, what did you say? I, I said she's a lovely person. I just don't know if she's really in the position to be helping other people that way. When when you say she's insane, do you mean like has like she's been like diagnosed with like a like a mental illness? No, she just does crazy things that probably wouldn't be advisable to most. And you know, like I said, awesome person, just a little wacky. Well, it's interesting you say that because I've ta- I've I remember oh, I had a a therapist call in to me. One time, and I asked them, I was like, is, is it typical that people with their own, you know, mental issues become 
uh, uh, mental health care providers. And she told me it is typical. It makes sense because I almost feel like if you if you have dealt with the same problems that the people that you're helping are dealing with, it gives you... Uh, you know, a greater amount of uh, empathy. Would I mean? Do you not agree? I mean, I think that's a good point. But don't you think it might also lead people to make unadvisable decisions too? I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe that was like the wrong way to approach it. Saying she's insane. <laughs> she's maybe she's not insane. She's just uh, she's got her own issues, and I guess maybe working working it out with other people maybe is going to help her too. I don't know. Well, here's another thing. Everyone has issues, you know. Everyone has yeah. issues, whether you're a therapist or you're not. The, I mean, I, I, I don't like, I don't want to believe it, but even a surgeon probably has a little bit of imposter syndrome. I don't want the imposter syndrome surgeon. Neither but, do I. That sounds, that but, sounds fucked up. But, they, but that exists. There's a, there is a surgeon who, when he opens people up, Maybe maybe he's confident ninety nine percent of the time. No one's confident a hundred percent of the time. But maybe this guy's confident ninety nine percent of the time. And he goes, "I fucking hope this goes well." Everyone has their thing, even if they're a you know uh, 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 a professional hundred percent. Not to say it's unprofessional to have you know problems, but um, okay. So have you? So this, I mean, this is a concern of yours. It sounds like have you spoken? Like have you had a conversation with her about this? Like how how did that go? I'm just a little afraid she's wasting her time. That's all. Really? It's not that I don't think that she's maybe even suited to do it. It's just that I just don't think she, I think she has better strengths in other areas and, you know, would probably be better off honestly being like an artist or mm. an actor, you know, which is sort of what she's tried, but I think she just needs to keep doing. I don't know. I mean, I thought you'd probably be the best person to think because this is what you actually do. <laughs> do you i'm not a do you i'm not a real therapist i don't know if you know that but you are a gecko i am a gecko but she didn't say she wanted to be a gecko she said she wanted to be a therapist that's true touche okay maybe I should. Um, in fact actually being insane myself. might help her be a, a gecko that's that's also true <laughs> okay well maybe um, i should ask you a question about myself instead well, well, I wanna, well, actually, okay let me let me let me say this though um uh-huh. By the way, I think it's funny that, um, you know, traditionally uh, uh, people – and I don't know how hard it is to become a therapist. Um, but it's funny that you want to steer her away from being a therapist into being like an actor or an artist, which are traditionally thought of as much harder to get into. The thing is she's really suited for that. She's actually really good at those things. I think she just doesn't have quite the self-confidence she needs to maybe take it where she needs to fully go but i see it and i believe it i just think it might be a more appropriate thing ultimately for her you well know, listen let me, just, to, just to just to sort of wrap that thing up is i i in my opinion i think that you know if you you know look and by the way people in chat are probably gonna hate on you I, i'm not uh-huh. i'm not looking at chat i mean if, if there's no chat this is all pre-recorded but i'm uh-huh. i'm positive people in chat are gonna meme on you right now. And here's what I'll say, is that, cause, you know, I think, I can tell that you care about your friend. I do. And if you do, um, you should support her in whatever it is she wants to do. That's more important. That's more important, I think, 
than trying to steer her to the right thing is uh-huh. to support her in whatever thing she chooses. That, that I think, is a better use of yeah. your friendship energy than to steer the ship. Yeah. Put coal yeah, in the fire, but don't don't be steering the boat. Okay. Well, listen, man. Thank you so much for uh, calling in. You have a good rest of the night. Appreciate you, Gecko. You too, man. I know chat's going to meme on that guy. Call from... Tom. Tom? Yeah. How are you, Tom? I'm I'm doing well. Tom, Tom, are you like are you British or something? I'm Australian. You're Are you calling from Australia or did you move from no, Australia I'm, I'm to I'm calling America? from America. Beautiful. Where where I'm in America? The free. The home of the brave. Let me ask you something. Do you do you really mean that? Do you feel as though people in America are more brave than they are in Australia? I would say so. I wouldn't say that the guns make them, but I would say that they're more free. Mm. Mm. Um, Are you a brave person? Do you feel like you're brave? I feel like I'm more brave since I've been in America. Really? And how do you think that even happened? Why do you think you're more brave since you've been in America? I don't know. I think it's a culture thing. I think Australians are a little weak-minded. Interesting. They're weak-minded. Hmm. Do you feel as though... What do you think it is about Australians that makes them weak-minded? I think we have no guns. Is that is that it? You just you want a gun? I don't think that's it. Are you and beyond? Do you just like not? Are you just sort of feel put on the spot by these questions and not necessarily know how to answer them? Not really, because I haven't thought of it like that. You're asking me questions that that I have to think about because I haven't been asked that question before. And do you enjoy the challenge of having to answer these questions, or do you feel burdened? I by do. Them? I feel like it's a it's a brain stimulator. Okay. It's like asking the why rather than the the how. Okay. Good. 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 Um interesting. So tell me when did you move to America? I moved to America 4 years ago to go to school and to go to university. Yeah. And what do you currently study at university? Studying teaching. Studying teaching. Do you... I like asking these questions now to teachers. Do you feel like you know things? No. I feel like teachers know more than students. But it gets to a point where... Where the student becomes the teacher. Mm. Now, how do you... What are you supposed to teach if you don't know anything? Well, I wouldn't say you don't know anything, but you might know a little more than someone else on a certain subject, but you definitely, definitely don't know it all. Do you have any subjects in which you feel like you know more than the average person? Uh, I mean, I would say so. Like what? Um, 
I would say classes that I took, things I learned about, like talking to people, communications. Okay, so you feel like you know more about communication than, than the average person? I think I might know more than those people I'm teaching because that's my goal is to teach them. Do you, you know, teach? Do I teach? Yeah, do you teach? Do you teach lessons? No, I'm a stupid gecko guy, but... Um, <laughs> what did you say? You know, it's interesting you said that, like, all you have to know, all you have to do is know more than the person you're teaching, which in theory is true. Like, theoretically, a fourth grader would be a fantastic third grade teacher. A hundred But it doesn't work like that. Why not? I don't know. Well, I guess because you have to know how to teach. But I always feel like it, like if you're trying to learn something, you want to be taught it not by like the master because the master thinks about the thing in too complex of a way to that for for you to understand. But if you take advice or or uh, right. lessons from someone who's like Right. One step ahead of you, like they you they you they can more. pull you up to that one step. Right, right. But if they're trying to pull you up ten steps, it's a little bit of a bridge, a little bit of a gap. The arms aren't that long. Right, right. I see where you're getting at. So I think that a, a fourth grade teacher would be a perfect third grade teacher. Hmm. Let me ask. So are so you? No, you're in university. You're going to be a teacher. Do you feel like kids are going to, like, rip on you for your Australian accent? Oh, it's happened many a time. I think it. I, I think people are going to, like, think you're very cool because of it. They do. But they always ask, you know, sometimes they don't understand what I'm saying. I let, uh, kind of cuss a little bit too much. You cuss too much? Yeah. In Australia, the, word? the C the C word is a compliment in Australia. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, if I was to call someone a cunt, it's like they're my friend. But if I was to, you know, call them mate, it's kind of like I'm being a little aggressive towards them. Would you consider me your cunt? Yeah, I'd say you're a pretty good cunt. I think you're a good cunt too. That's <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. What, what did you say your name was? Tom. It was a pleasure talking to you, Tom. You have a good rest of the night. You too, brother. Call from Emma. Emma? Call into the show. Oh, call into the show. No way. That's crazy. Sorry. What's up? Why are you sorry? Hi. No, my dad was just walking in at the same time. I was answering the call, so I was talking talk? to him. Can I talk to him? You want to talk to my dad? Yeah. This guy I'm on the phone with. I'm talking to you, Dad. He just wants to talk to you. I'm sorry. The Why therapy sorry? gecko. I'm sorry to drag you into this. <laughs> Why are you sorry? I'm be sorry. Because <laughs> he's so, he's confused. He has no idea what's going on here. But confusion's not necessarily I'm always a bad thing. It's not something that you know. I think you would need to apologize for, unless if he actively doesn't like confusion. And he's made that clear, and you're bringing him into something that you know he actively doesn't like. Also true. Wait, let me talk to your dad. 
Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? Okay. Okay. I like you know what? Okay is you know what I like about you saying okay when I said hello is that it's an acceptance. It's a cautious acceptance. And it's keying me into how you feel about being in this situation more than you just saying hello. You said okay. You let me into how you're feeling, and I feel like I'm a little bit closer to you after you've displayed that level of vulnerability with me. I like that. I feel like we're in a good place now. We've laid ourselves out a good foundation to have a conversation. Why am I talking to you? What do you mean by why are you talking to me? I don't know. My daughter Amos talks to the guy from Therapy Gecko. I know, but that's such an I know, but that's such an interesting question that you just posed. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, that's the question. Why Why am I talking to you? I don't know why my daughter's talking to you. Well, right, <laughs> right, but like, I mean, couldn't you... I mean, theoretically, you could kind of say that about like, you know, a lot of... Um, you know, you could ask why endlessly. Like, you know, I mean, who, who's... Let me ask you something. What's your name? <laughs> Mike. Mike. Mike, uh, you just got home, right? Yes. From where? From Missouri. From Missouri. Did you talk to anyone in Missouri? Today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've talked to several people in Missouri today. So every single... Let me... Okay, Mike. Listen, every single person you talk to in Missouri... You might not remember every single person you talked to, but do you think that you could give a reason as to... Like a definitive reason as to why you talked to every single one of those people? Uh, yeah. One, I was buying some uh, insecticide at the hardware store, and she mm -hmm. said, you know, six ninety five, and I said, thank you. Okay, so you talked to them because you needed something from them. Yeah, I suppose I didn't really even need to speak to them. I just, you know, thanks. Do you remember the last person that you talked to um, for a reason other than you, you, they worked at a store and you needed something from them. Uh, yeah. Who, who was that? I talked to my son because I wanted to talk to him. Okay, so you talked to your son because you wanted to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Why, why did you want to talk to your son? Just because I like talking to him. Okay. Because, you, that, because it brings you his... joy talk to your son uh yeah do you um do you have friends yes i have friends okay and you talk to them because they bring you joy to talk to uh normally yeah okay all right so you have uh like co-workers and bosses and stuff and i assume you talk to them because you need to to perform your job to make money <laughs> well yeah so this is, I feel like we're, it's, I mean this, Mike, I feel like we're in a very interesting situation right now, um, where, like, you know, you have all these people in your life that you have a reason as to why you're talking to them, but here you are with me, and you don't know why you're talking to me. Isn't that kind of an interesting territory to be in? I'm the only person, 
I, I might be the only person in no, your it's not entire really life. No, interesting at all. Like, I was handed the phone and said, this guy wants to talk no, to No, I might, no, it's extremely... Sort of wondering Mike, why. I know, but that's the... Th- I might be the only person in your entire life that you are talking to that you don't have a reason to talk to. Isn't that kind of interesting? You're when your daughter right. was born... I have no reason to talk to you. Hold on. Mike? Hi. Nope, it's Emma, the daughter. Hello? Hello? I'm here. Can I hear you now? Can I hear you now? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Hi. Jesus. I'm here. I just wanted to tell you about my little music boxes. That's all I wanted. I'm so disappointed, Mike. Uh, we could have, you know what? I don't. You know what? I don't need Mike to have had a beautiful moment with him. I don't need his. I don't need him to have had that moment. I had that moment alone, you know. And Mike, Mike missed out on on an opportunity to have that beautiful moment with him. Um, and you know what? Yeah, that's his did. loss. That's his loss. <laughs> you know. I'm sure For he sure. has his reasons. And I, for the benefit of Mike, I, I think he should open his heart a little bit more to, you know. I mean, we, we had no reason to talk to each other. No, none. Not, none at all. Why would you not, why would you not want, of, in your life, when you, everyone you talk to is like, well, I guess I'm talking to you because I'm doing a Twitch show that I do with my life, work stuff. So I have a reason to talk to you. And I guess I had a reason to talk to Mike as well. Because I thought it would be interesting for the stream that I'm doing. But Mike had no reason at all to talk to me. And I thought that that was interesting. Maybe. Maybe the opposite, but you know, yeah. yeah, but no, nobody, no, Emma, no one understands. <laughs> I'm looking at the chat. Everyone's like, no, it's not interesting. I'm alone here, but I, I don't care. I don't care if no one agrees with me. Emma, I think it's a little interesting that Mike has no reason to talk to me. Okay, sure. I agree with you now. Definitely. No, you don't actually agree with I would rather you disagree with me than fake agree with me. I really, I don't know. This wasn't the point of the call, and now I'm nervous. What do you mean the point of the call? There's no point. What do you mean? Everyone's so so obsessed with points. Everyone's so obsessed with reasons. Emma, just, you're on the phone with a gecko. All reason and points have been thrown in the garbage. Am I the only sane person left on earth? Oh, maybe. Oh my god. <sighs> Thank you for letting me talk to your father, Emma. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But that's I like that. I don't that now you don't have to know everything. Okay. I, yeah, it's fine. You don't need to know my music boxes. It's fine. Emma, dude! <laughs> 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 
Emma, thank you so much for calling. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Emma had such a good opportunity to yes and me. Emma could have gone. You know, look, points. I hate points. Drop all your points. Drop all your expectations. Drop all your preconceived notions. Go along with what's happening in the moment, Emma. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from. Hello? Hi. Oh, one Hi, second. Your... I'm on C. Oh. Hi, how are you? What's your name? Delara. Delara. Okay, Delara, nobody could hear this part except for me because I had you playing through the wrong output. But there was a completely different person who called in on your behalf. Yeah, sorry, that was my partner. We. Uh, this is my second time trying to, like, this is my second time uh, listening to Gecko, and he had got on last week, so he helped me get on this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he knew, because he had, he had successfully gotten on the line uh, the previous week, he knew the, the 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 secret tools and tricks of the of the trade to help you um, achieve in his footsteps. I think we just got lucky. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, his name was Dem- Dem- uh, Damascus. M- my name? Yes. Oh no, uh, Delara. But Delara. Damascus is Damascus would be cool. I think Dante would be cool. I, I've always liked the name Dante. Yeah, me too. Not and the name Dante is kind of cool. Um, I think I think Virgil is a good name too. How did you and your partner meet? We met through a Dungeons and Dragons game. Were through you a the mutual dungeon partner. or the dragon? Um. A little bit of both, I guess. Um, we met through a mutual friend. 
and it was long distance for a while. And then um, we just moved in together last year. To a to a good place? To a dungeon? With a dragon? <laughs> uh, well, he plays Dungeons and Dragons all the time. I don't play it so much anymore. But, like, I mean, East Coast, there's always dungeons around here. How much did your house cost? Well, we're living in an apartment right now. So mm. it costs about, like... 1300 a month for a two-bedroom, two-bath. 1300 a month. That's pretty good between, you know, two people. Yeah, yeah. It totally is. Um, both, uh, fully employed. Yeah, we're both fully employed. That's cool. Yeah. What's um, the strangest thing you own? Currently, uh, there are a few things that we own. Um, well, I own, like, a little jar of teeth uh, I got from an oddity shop. Like human molars. Okay. A little thing of teeth <laughs> that you got from an oddity shop. And what was it when you saw these teeth? What about them spoke to you? Um, honestly, I had just... I, I took the, the vial and like clinked it together. And I, I don't know. I just like the sound. That and I used to be... Um, like I used to study for registered dental assisting. Do you now, how would you feel if, and how old are the teeth that you, that you purchased? I'm not sure. They look like they could be of this century. Do you believe that the person whose teeth they are consented to having their teeth owned by a lady one day in her house? In her two-bedroom apartment? I don't know about that. Because as the because uh, I do know this from uh, from being an intern at a uh, general practice, um, like I've done extractions before, like I've assisted on them. After the the uh, extraction is done, the patient has the opportunity to take the tooth with them if they want to. Um, but like sometimes, like the office that I worked at specifically. Uh, collected teeth in order to give them back to like uh, surrounding um, universities and stuff so that students could mm. work on them. Or you could get your teeth pulled out and then take your tooth and sell it to like a weird person who likes to collect <laughs> strange teeth things for a lot of money. You could set up your own oddity <laughs> yeah. shop, or you could sell it to one another. How did it get into the to the to the possession of the oddity shop? That's a good question. That oddity shop is out in Pennsylvania. They had a lot of other stuff, like actual like human skulls and uh, taxidermy and stuff like that. Listen, before we go, Dante, How would you feel? This is what I've been dying to ask you this entire conversation, but I, I keep getting distracted. How would you feel if one day your teeth were in the possession of a stranger who was like centuries older than you? If there were cent okay, centuries older than me, in what way? Are they a vampire, or it's just been centuries just, since they, my dad? In the, imagine the teeth that you possess. 
being possessed by a lady who just looks exactly like you after you're dead. Well, I don't, well, I hope that they take care of them at least. So, I mean, if I'm dead, I guess it doesn't really matter. Mm. Like, my it's, by centuries by now, like my brain is turned into mush, and then I've completely slept off in this mortal coil. So they can keep my teeth. If I'm dead, then it doesn't really matter. Very wise words to leave us with. Thank you very much, Daisy. You have a good rest of the night. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Hey folks, it's Lyle here with an extremely brief message, just letting you know that if you are interested in supporting the stream and making it easier for me to do more Therapy Gecko stuff in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash lyleforever, and for only $5, you can make it a heck of a lot easier for me to put this whole shebang together. That is patreon.com slash lyleforever. You also get access to exclusive streams, exclusive Gek content. You also get access to the exclusive Gek Legends Discord. Patreon.com slash lyleforever. All right, back to the calls. Call from... Kyle. Kyle? Hello? Hey. 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 How's it going? Um, how is it going? I mean, what does that even mean, you know? Well, I mean, I did previously hear your answer and I forgot about it. So that's, that's the only reason I asked. Um, no, I, I'm not asking the reason for you asking the question. I'm asking what you believe the question means. How's it going? Uh, no, I feel like I know the reason for your asking of the question. I feel like you asked the question in a good faith effort to, um, you know, sort of get the ball rolling on a conversation, which I appreciate. But I'm m- merely asking what you believe the a- the question itself means. Um, I'm not that intellectual, so I necess- I can't really state why. I don't think you have to be an intellectual. It's just uh, you don't have to be an intellectual. I, I'm asking your own personal opinion. You don't have to be an intellectual to tell me what you think. You know, this is extremely hard for me. What I'm never th- in this position where I'm being asked what. Yeah, I don't know. You're not. You never. Can you? Can you finish that sentence? You're never in a situation where you're being asked. Where I'm being asked, what do you think? How do you? How how are you? Means. Mm. Yeah. Do people not often ask you for your thoughts? Well, no. That's that's not true. You've just never been in a situation in which someone has asked you what you think the question "How are you?" means. Yes. Or no, how's it going? I like that. You like what? The question of how it's go how's it going? Yep. Yep, that's way better. What do you think it means? Uh cuz I mean it's it's really good or bad. Would you feel more comfortable if uh you were in a position in which you were asking questions that you have previously been asked before? Because you say that you're feeling uncomfortable 
because I'm asking you a question that you've never been asked before. Or you've never been in a situation in which you've been asked that question. But then what good is this conversation going to be if I only ask you questions that you're that you've been asked before? Well, let's let's get it going. Give me one that I've never heard. What do you think how's it going? Okay. Well, It means how is it going? Is it going well? Or is it going bad? What do you, what is it referred to? Life in my situation, I suppose. Okay. All right, so that's that was your answer is it, it it means how is your life going? It I mean it, it could be it could be how's your day going? I guess I could have phrased it better. Okay. Well, no, it's no, no, it's there's you didn't do anything wrong. You're interpreting don't interpret me asking you what you think this question means as I'm unsatisfied with the question. It's not, I'm not judging the question as bad or good. I'm merely asking you what you think the question means. I'm not saying that you did anything. You don't, don't, I would, I, I, I hate that you're being like, um, oh, I could have done something better. So you didn't do anything wrong. I'm just asking you what you thought the question meant. Yeah, I really don't know. You don't know. But I think no. you do know. We were, you were there just now. You were saying like it could be what your, how your day is going. You were articulating yep. your thoughts on it. So you do know. Yep. Yeah, I, I guess I do understand. Okay. So what do you think it means? Just how it is. Just how's it going today? What's the strangest thing you own? The strangest thing I own. I was thinking about this, and I mean, honestly, the strangest thing I own is a an all black Rubik's cube. I really can't think of much. An all black Rubik's cube. Yeah, it's very easy to solve. Also, very hard to solve. Very easy to solve. Also, very hard to solve. Is it different shades yeah. of black? Nope. It's just black. See, you say you're not an intellectual, but this is such an interesting. Um philosophical question here i feel like is an all blacks rube is an is a rubik's cube that is all one color easy to solve or hard to solve it's both that's what i'm saying it could take you hours to solve it could take you 16 seconds i don't even think it, it would take you 16 seconds to s see you're you see you think i'm mind fucking you but you're mind fucking me right now with this with this query I'm telling you, it has it, it legitimately taken me five minutes to, to solve it one time. And I've, and I've done it before. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you so haven't you haven't done it before. It could take you two and a half hours to do. Okay, so how do you... Do you understand what you're posing to me right now? I do. I, that, that's why I, I brought it up. Okay. That is so, the strangest thing I ever heard of it's an all black rubik's cube pitch black pitch black yep and um how were you able, how do you how do you solve it um it's taken me a long time i've owned it for three years um i've had other people mix it up i've mixed it up um i have seen other people solve it i've also solved it 
Um, it's just, uh, I mean, at this point, it's muscle memory. But this has taken such a turn. This has taken such a turn. Yeah. Because you, this started off you thinking that I'm mind fucking you by asking you what you think, how's it going, is, and now you're mind fucking me supremely with this. Rubik's Cube. But I don't know if you are intentionally trying to mindfuck me or if you have just mindfucked me. Naturally. I mean, you're you're almost mindfucking me again. How am I mindfucking you? You're really just putting me in a loop here. Chat, can anyone explain what's going on here? This guy says I'm doing a bit. That No, I'm telling no, you. I don't, no, I don't think you're no. doing a bit. I don't think you're doing a bit. All right. You know, part of me, well, here, I'm going to I'm going to give you some honest truth here. Is I believe What's your name again? Uh, my name's Kyle. With a K? Kyle, I I Kyle, I believe that I could dive deeper into this uh pitch black Rubik's cube and find something that gives some sort of an explanation for it. Um uh, but I've been reluctant to do that because I think it's funnier um to not have any information about it. But I'm at a point where I think the only way forward in this conversation is to pry deeper into this black Rubik's Cube. Yeah. How so? How do you solve a Rubik's Cube that's all one color? It's not much different than a standard Rubik's Cube. Out of the box, it is completely solved. Yes? So... You do a couple, you know, you do a bunch of rotations. You get it going. Left, right, up, down. Uh, one side, you move it. The other side, you move it. And then it's completely, you know, mixed up. Um, from there, there is a sequence of what you can do to, once again, put it back into the state it came in. And um, that's it. Okay. So the solved state of the Rubik's Cube. The state of the Rubik's Cube that is defined as it being solved is whatever state it was in when it came in the box. Yeah. And so do you have record of what the state of the Rubik's Cube was when it was in the box? No, it's all by feel. So I you just can, know. So you could you just know, you just feel. That sounds extremely hard. You're telling me, man. It's it's one color. I know. It's one color. I don't think you get it. It's black. No, I get it. All black. Yes. Every side. Every yes. square. Mindfuck. What did you say your name was? Kyle. My name? My name's Kyle, yes. Thank you for calling, Kyle. Thank you for having me, Lyle. Of course. Call from Nicole. Nicole. Hello. What's up, Nicole? Hi, how's it going? Um, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling a better, I'm feeling a little bit more energetic. 
right now. I feel like I got I caught a little bit of a second wind. Um, I'm looking around. It's uh, you know, it's a classic uh, Monday night at the stage in 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 my life uh, in which I. I uh, am a gecko on the uh, computer, and um, hey, know. that's good stuff. You yeah, got absolutely. people watching, so there are people watching and listening and and calling in, and you are one of them, Nicole. And um, what's up? Tell yeah, me. Yeah, I've um, been watching you the past like hour and a half, so it's good to finally talk to you. Good to finally talk to you. Is this the first time watching the stream? Um, no, I've actually watched a couple times, but this is my first time trying to call in, so. Mm. Mm. Is there anything, like, in particular, Nicole, that uh, you wanted to talk about here? Um, no, I guess nothing in particular. Um, I just thought it'd be pretty cool to kind of talk to you and, I don't know, just kind of see what's racking your brain, what's racking mine. Well, uh, well what do you think is racking your brain? Oh, you know what? I have so many people listening to me right now. Are, are you referring? Well, are you referring to um, the people watching the stream? Yeah, you know it's um, it's definitely interesting to. I don't know. I guess just say something and know that people are listening. I've um I've actually I've ever since I've I, I actually pretty quickly into doing this I got used to uh, forgetting that everyone was there. Um, I I never think about the fact that everyone like when I don't think about the fact that my words are being broadcasted to other people right now. I feel sort of alone because if I thought too heavily about that, I I think um I would have to second guess every single thing that I said, and that would be no fun. Oh, definitely. Hey, yeah, Nicole, no, that, that definitely makes sense. What's the strangest thing you own? Oh, so I actually collect animal bones. Mm. So I'd is, say that, that's pretty strange to some people. Is there a, an animal bone in particular that is the crowning jewel of your collection? Um, yeah, actually, I have the rib cage of a hawk. I also have the skull, too, so that's pretty cool. You have the rib cage of a hawk. I do. Um, I feel like the I rib cage of a hawk is, like, an ingredient to make a potion of some kind. You know, like, you know, the, like the feather of an extinct bird, the rib cage of a hawk, uh, the tear of a child. Something like that. I would I would say so, but for me, I just kind of have it up in my room, and I, I look at it every day. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty neat, and that's there. Mm. What got you into collecting animal bones? Uh, probably my grandma. So I live in Arizona, and so we've got a lot of desert around here not much to do in Arizona but go on hikes so have you personally killed any of the animals whose bones you own oh my god no 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 I just find them and um, I don't know my grandma kind of taught me 
Like it's it's kind of just a way of respecting them after death. Um, I mean, I guess leaving them there would also be respecting them, but. <laughs> Interesting. How? Now, yes, because I was I'm curious. How is collecting them supposed to be respectful? Um, I guess the way that she was trying to get at it, and the way that I try to explain myself so that I don't sound super weird is um, it's just kind of a way of honoring something that used to be alive. Um, you know, just having it up, walking past it. Like, hey, that's, you know, you're still cool. You're still loved. Hmm. You see, this is interesting. This harkens me back to the, oh, I think it was the very first call of the evening um, with the woman who owned uh, a set of teeth in a jar. I don't know if you were around for that, but. I think I caught like the ending of that. See, I'm wondering, is that a sign? Do you, do you, do you think that's a sign of respect? Like if someone, okay, so I'll ask you a similar question that I asked her. If mm-hmm. someone found your bones yeah, and decided to hang them up on their mantle, would you be honored by, uh, by I that? I would love it. Okay. I, I okay. would think that's really cool. But that's just me. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be a lot cooler than just being forgotten. You know, that's probably a thing. You could probably, uh, like, in your will, specify that you'd like a couple of your bones given to people. You could probably give. I wonder if anyone's ever done this. You could make, like, some sort of anatomical will that, like, where you give. How many bones are there in the human body? A lot. I, f- I feel like you would know the exact number. I think it's around... Honestly, I don't know. I should know that. 200 probably, like around Chad, there. how many bones are in the human body? 208. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of Okay, there you go. Okay, so 208. Do you have 208 friends? Because you could give each of your friends a bone. Unfortunately, I don't have that many friends. But I think I think I could divide it equally upon all of them and my Can family. I have one of your bones? Oh, totally. Yeah, I'll write which, you in my will. Which 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 bone could I have? Could I have a um, like a like, could I, could I could I have a collarbone? You can have a collarbone and probably one of my knees. No, I don't need a whole knee. You can give. I don't. I only want one bone. The other bones you can give to someone else. But I'll take a collarbone. Oh, you just okay? Just like a collarbone or something. Do you have a, um, okay, so if you're going to give me your collarbone, is there a place in particular that you would like me to put it? Um, I've, I've always pictured my bones above like a fireplace or something right in the center, but it has to, it has to be one of like a, those old red brick fireplaces. Okay. What if I am not in possession of a red brick fireplace? Yeah, that's, you know what, that's fine. That's just kind of like my my dream i don't want to be asking too much i mean if you have a nightstand i, I mean i have some bones on my nightstand okay i could put your um, collarbone so i, on I think nightstand. it's a pretty good spot okay great um well i'll how old are you i'm 20 20 all right so you have a while until you're dead probably oh uh, you don't know that we don't know it's true we don't know do you feel like this has given you a lot of perspective on death um, I think about death a lot. 
So you could outlive me. I could outlive you. This is true. Um, do you think? How would you, would you be upset if I sold your collarbone? Like if you became famous? Let's say. Let's say. How would you feel if you? Okay, if you became famous, right? And then you died. And when you died, I, like, went to your estate and I showed them this uh, footage and I was like, I have legal... I don't know if this would hold up in court, but let's say it did. And I was like, I have legal... What's your name again? Angel? Nicole. 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 If I had um, legal... and And I said, I have legal claim... To Nicole, to the famous singer-songwriter Nicole, her to her collarbone, and then I took your collarbone and I sold it on eBay for profit. How would you feel? Would that upset you if I sold your collarbone? Um, I think I would be a little bit hurt, but at the same time, I I would have to respect it. Um, okay. I mean, it, you're you're making a profit off of it, and mm-hmm. you know, I think I think possessions are. They're just what you make out of them. I guess it really depends on how much you as a person have that importance held to that certain object. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for um, this great offer. If, if you know, I have, I do happen to come into possession of her collarbone, I promise to um, take good care of it and, uh, you know, preserve it for many years and hopefully pass it on to my children as well. Yeah, I can, I can see if someone can mail it out to you or something. Just kind of find some way to get that collarbone out to you Beautiful. if I happen Beautiful. to die. Awesome. Well, look, I hope it doesn't happen for a very long time. We'll see. We'll see. Have a good night, Nicole. Hey, you too. Thanks. Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7. It's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, Five, four, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. Three, two, one. It's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Call from Chuck. Chuck? Hi, holy shit, I got in. You did. What's up? Tell me everything. Tell me nothing. So what's going on tonight? Any theme? Uh, no, tonight's pretty chill. Tonight, uh, well, I mean, as you know, this is a pre-recorded stream, so I'm not live right now, but I will be live in a few weeks. Um, Chuck, is that your real name? No, it's a name I use on social media. I don't really like my real name. Why do you pick Chuck? Um, there's a character on an old MTV show called Daria, and he was kind of like the gross nerd character that thought he was hot shit, and I really related to that. 
Do you consider yourself a gross nerd that thinks that they're hot shit? Absolutely, yes. You know, it's so interesting to self-identify as a person who is gross that thinks that they're hot because there's a contradiction there. Because if you truly did think that you were hot, you would not self-identify first as a gross person that thinks they're hot. You would just cut straight to self-identifying as a hot person. So there is a bit of a fallacy there. I have a very fake it till you make it kind of mindset. I, 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 I highly endorse the fake it till you make it mindset. <laughs> do you believe that uh, you will at some point make it? I do. Eventually. What is making it look like to you? Um, I think being okay with everything that I am is making it to me. Mm. I think that's a good goal. I like that goal. Uh, okay. Well, what are you? Um, I think right now I'm sad. What are you sad about? Uh, I had a guy break up with me seven months ago, and then he decided he wanted to hang around for a long time. And every time I told him to leave me alone, he wouldn't do it. And today he sent me a text saying, oh, I just can't do this anymore. So, you know, had to end on his terms, not mine. Wait a minute, but if you he broke up... Wait, this, hold on, this doesn't make any sense to me. He broke up with you seven months ago. Uh-huh. And then, when you say he hung around, like, do you guys fucking live together? What do you mean he hung around? We li- we lived together, so he was in the apartment for about a month, and then he left. Oh, shit. And then he just... I Every time, I'd be like, you need to stop texting me. You need to leave me alone. You need to get your stuff and go. Get everything out of the apartment. He just wouldn't do it. And I'm I'm kind of a... A welcome mat so i never really made him i guess that's crazy did you guys was it a one bedroom what was what was, uh-huh. the, what was the, the it was a one bed so was, i mean we guys sleeping together no i was on the couch i let him you have were bed. on the couch i was on the couch now okay was that damn how did that go down how, how was that decided who gets the couch and who gets the bed it was kind of a thing where, like, it, it was his bed to begin with. Like, he brought it from his house to the apartment. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to sleep on that, you know? So you were just sort of co-living with this guy that you broke up with for seven months? No, only a couple of months. He left after about two months. Okay. But for a couple of months, I mean, how? what did that feel like? Was that, I assume, pretty awkward? Uh... Honestly, no. It was fine. Like, we were we were best friends. He just has a lot of hang-ups, and it kind of ruined things. Okay, so when you say you're best friends, do you, do you still consider yourself best friends? Uh, up until today, yeah. Like, I could have told him anything ever. What was it about today? Because that's, you know, a single day is, is a lot to uh, chop down that tree, you know? There was so uh, there were times where he would openly admit, like, I know I shouldn't be talking to you. Like, we're over. I don't I don't desire a relationship with you anymore. I know I need to get over you. But today the text was just different. It was, plus it was over text. He's never he's not like a he's a very in person kind of person. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that he didn't even want to come see me to say it was like, damn, you really you're not going to come around anymore. Hmm. From his perspective. Why do you think he couldn't see you anymore? What, what was his like reason for breaking up with you? I'm curious. He has a girlfriend now. Oh. 
Yeah, and he has a girlfriend and she left for boot camp or something. And I kept telling him, you need to stop coming around. You need to get your stuff and leave because it's going to ruin your relationship. And he didn't tell, He didn't believe me. And now she has kicked him out of their apartment. So now he's finally being like, yeah, I'm going to get my stuff and stop talking to you. Well, uh, you know, it sounds like you're doing uh, your your best as you should to be setting boundaries with this guy. I am. And like, I, I've blocked him on everything. He's been blocked for a long time. He just shows up to the apartment. Are you dating anyone? Are you to have a new a new squeeze? Uh, funny enough, one of his friends started talking to me because they weren't really friends anymore. Ooh. And then it's still kind of happening, but he got real pissy about that. What, what of his friends? Mm-hmm. So did he, like, message you? Is he like, what? How did he? Okay, so how did his friend break up with him as, like, friends? So, they were friends, like, in high school. And we, we've been out of high school for about three years now. And they just, like, they stopped talking. They both got busy with stuff and stopped talking to each other. But they both did that thing where they're like, I don't know why he's not talking to me. He just hates me now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't, they're, they just didn't want to talk about it. So that they never, they never tried. And then they just stopped being friends because they thought the other one hated them. So, I'm also, what, I live in a very small it, town, so I I can assume. Uh, so oh okay, when you when your boyfriend got so your boyfriend got pissy about this, you were dating his old friend. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said something like, "When we broke up, you told me you weren't gonna talk to my friends." I was like, "Yeah, I also still loved you when we broke up." So like, of course I was gonna say anything to make you still want to be around me. But also, like, that's kind of, that's such a childish thing to say, like, oh, you're not going to talk to my friends. Your friends aren't off limits simply because they were your friends. You know, I, I, I think I agree with that. I, 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 I've never liked this idea of people, like, having, trying to have, like, ownership over people. I mean, not, I mean, you know, you never have ownership of people, even if you're in a relationship with them. But, you know, especially, like, after you break up with them, like these sort of last ditch efforts of like, Oh, you can't date my friends. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's like, don't tell me what I fucking can and can't do. You don't know. Right. I'm a person I can talk to whoever I want to talk to. Right. And let's be fair here. This friend started talking to me. I didn't initiate the contact. So I think if you, if, it, if you've got any beef, it should be with your friend and not me. Well, listen, what'd you say your name was? Kayla. Well, well, that's my real name. I thought it was Chuck, but my name is Kayla. Beautiful. Kayla, thank you so much for calling and um, appreciate you sharing. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Of course. Have a good night. You too. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, my God. Hi. (laughs) I wasn't Um, expecting you to call back. I, well, you know what? You just had such a lovely looking phone number. Something about the, I mean, really just something was very aesthetically pleasing about the way that those particular numbers aligned that I was like, I got to call this person back. Oh my God. That's great. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, this is not going to make any sense because today, what day, what day is today? Caller. Uh, Friday? No, but on the calendar. Oh. Oh, shit. I don't know. 
I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't I have no idea. You don't idea. know what day it is? <laughs> How do you not know what day it is? You don't know what day of you don't know uh, do you know what month it is? July. Okay, that's good. Do you know what day of July it is? Uh, I'm gonna cheat and look at my phone. The 18th Sunday. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right. So today's July 18th. This is I'm pre-recording a stream right now, so this people aren't gonna actually hear your voice until August 4th. Okay. Honestly, I've tried call when you've been live, and I just get so nervous. I chicken out. Well, this is kind of cool because um. You know, it's funny you say that because a lot of the problems that people, a lot of the reason why people get nervous is because when you call in live, like people are sort of afraid of what chat is going to say. But now there's no chat to look at. It's just you and me. I mean, there exactly. is, but you can't see it right now. Beautiful. Yeah. Why were you nervous to call in? What were you nervous about? Uh, everything. I mean, I deal with generalized anxiety disorder, so I'm just a nervous wreck. But I try to overcome some of my anxiety by like pushing myself. Do you I, do you feel like maybe this is completely wrong? Do you feel like you would have less anxiety? Your life would feel more stable if you consistently knew what day it was. <laughs> Probably, honestly, when uh, my kids are in school and I have more structure, my anxiety is a lot lower. So you're you're a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Zelda. And is Zelda your dog? Yes. I can hear I can hear Zelda very well. What kind of dog is, are they? Belgian Malinois and a German Shepherd. I, they like I've, to I don't, fight. <laughs> what is it? I've never heard of a Belgian not Malinois. Not a, not, not a, a Belgian Malinois is like a cousin to a German Shepherd. Um, they look like them. They're pretty big police dogs too, so you might have confused them. I know what shepherd. Belgium is, but you totally made up that second word. In that dog no, breed. I think I'm saying it right. I didn't know that this dog existed until you my husband brought it word. home. You, Belgium, <laughs> I will believe, is a real place, but you made up Belgium, not Nanawa. We'll anyway, that's not important. Belgium, Illinois. Perfect. Belgium, Illinois. Where? Okay, so you're a stay at home mom. How many kids you got? Two? Two. Do you like them? As I people? love them. That's not. That's different. I know you love them, but do you like them? They're tolerable human beings. Okay. That. I. So far. So the answer is no. No. Like. They're I, tolerable <laughs> human beings is not typically what you would say about people you like. Okay. Try. My husband works so much. I love him, and he's the best. And I'm usually just the one left raising them. And I have no family at all because they're all mm -hmm. toxic and narcissistic and opi opioid addicts and uh, alcoholics. So fuck mm -hmm. all of them. Sure. Um, so I pretty much have been raising two little children on my own with a little bit of help from my husband. So you can only guess how exhausting it can get. And you just want some peace. I'm sure that it's fucking really tough. I'm sure it's extremely tough. What is the toughest part about it? Starting them to be a decent human being with all the negativity in the world. Mm. Okay. Tell me now, as you, this is an interesting thing as a parent because, you know, your child's like a blank slate. And you, it's like you're one little corner of the universe where you're like, I can 
I can guide this child, you know, uh, I can guide this child into a decent human being amidst all the, as you say, negativity in the world. What is your, like, how would you define a decent human being? What is your guideline? What is your checklist? Because you have to have a goal in mind to, to direct them to it. I want them to be kind to others, but not tolerate bullshit and to put effort into the things that they do. Do you feel like you, I, I, by the way, I think that's a great criteria. Do you feel as though you have spent a lot of time tolerating bullshit? Yes. Oh, yes. 29 years of it. <laughs> Can I hear an example? Uh, do you want the craziest or mildest? Of course I want the craziest. When I was seven, I had grown up with my grandparents. My grandfather had PTSD, and he was extremely drunk, had a PTSD episode, and destroyed her house and threw furniture and punched holes in the walls. And so I was hiding under the bed with my dog. Really? Yeah. I've had he a pretty fucked up childhood. He, he and you were seven years old? Yeah. I and he destroyed the house? Oh, yeah. Blood everywhere. Broken glass broken furniture were you two the only people in the house or was like your mom there or your, it your was my grandmother there? but she's an opioid addict so uh it was get out of there and let me be her- terrible to you with uh emotional and mental abuse that's heavy that's heavy i mean that's nice that you had the dog though oh yeah she was my baby she was a uh like a beagle Labrador mix, so she looks like an oversized leaner dog. Mm. Um, interesting. Well, this is, I, 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 I don't know if I'll say this is cool, but I mean, I do think this is cool that, um, you know, I know it's tough to be a parent, but it's cool, I think, that if you come from a, uh, you know, you, you might have had a not ideal childhood, but now you have the opportunity to uh, give your kid a good one. Um, exactly. And I like this because a lot of people, when they've been wronged, they – when you've been wronged, people can take one of two routes. They either take the route of, I have been wronged, and I now will make it my duty to wrong others as they have wronged me. <laughs> and you could do that. So you could be like, my parent, fucking parents were shitty to me. I want to be shitty to my kid. Fuck these people. And that happens a lot of the times. But I like that you're taking the other route. The other route that you can take, which is, I have been wronged. I know how it feels to be wrong, and I will never wrong another person as I have been wronged. I will make it my duty to to right instead of wrong. I like that. Well, within reason, I won't tolerate other people wronging me still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but you're <laughs> you're taking the negative energy that you've uh, you know taken in, and you're you know exerting positiveness, making a breaking a, the a, cycle, a holistic. Yes, you're breaking the cycle. <laughs> you're creating a cheesy holistic balance of uh goop yes I like exactly i love it beautiful what'd you say your name was amber amber keep it going talk to you soon all right bye ah what is this i wish you i wish this was live no actually i like this being pre-recorded this is easy for me we have another call let's keep going call from Q. You? Q? Hello? 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 Oh my How god. Oh my god. 
like the like the the letter. Like Q N. N. Am I on speakerphone right now? No, you're not. You're in my AirPod. Oh, your AirPods are terrible. How old are they? How old? I, I don't know, but I'm a. I work on the beach, so like, they probably get like. I don't know. Bad. Sand in them. Yeah. No, Everything I can definitely I hear a lot of sand in between you and me right now. Really? Yeah. Is there any way that you could take your sandy AirPods off and put? Do you? Does your phone have a lot of sand in it? Actually, I think I think at their core, compute. Do you know this? I think at their core, computers are actually made of sand. Like that's core computers are made of sand. Like, all right, you never, you didn't, like, at the nat in the natural world, you can't just go iPhone. You have to start with what's there, and I think that the, the germ of the idea of the computer was sand. Can you? Can you? Really, <laughs> Can you take your AirPods out and try talking to me on your phone? Because you, I hear a lot of sand. Oh, wait. Hello. Okay, that's much better. What's your name? Is it Q? really? Well, you know what? Just call me. Q is perfect. I, I don't know what you're trying. I don't know what you're about to try to shorten that to, but Q is Q, great. Q. Yeah, Q. Q. Oh my I'm god. Sorry, is, that like, is it like C U E or just the letter Q? Like the letter Q? Like, uh, well, my, it's the initial of my last name. I, like Queen. Well, that's not my last name, but. What is your life like, Q? My life? Yes. Dude, honestly, these past two years have been like, ridiculous i <laughs> i don't know all of a sudden no i i left home i lived in three different states i came back and now i'm a lifeguard on a beach i a think lifeguard that's pretty cool on a beach. that is yeah. pretty cool um being I mean, a lifeguard a city, on a like Oh, excuse my language. I'm sorry. Say you can say cunt on here. We had a guy just now who said he called me a cunt, and I called him a cunt, and it was really oh, that's not nice. Moments. Why would he? No, 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 no. You had you had to be there. Trust me, it was nice. It was it was actually a pretty good moment. You trust me. I don't you like to... that word. That's like the the, the meanest, the coldest. You know, cunt. Yeah, like I, I don't no. want to say that to someone unless like they really like piss me off. No, but okay, so he was Australian, and he told me that... Oh, I bet that was fun to hear. Okay, so he was Australian, and apparently in Australia, when you call someone a cunt, it's, actually, it's a nice thing. Like, it's like, you're my friend. Okay, I remember, like, traveling a few years ago, and I knew someone who was Australian who said that, and I... I believe them because I was gullible, but now I have another, like, verification that this is true. Well, I mean, I don't know. That guy could have been fucking with me, too. And maybe that's just the thing that Australians do to fuck with people. I mean, they're Australian. I feel like I feel like if you're Australian, you can kind of do whatever you want. So sort you're of. a lifeguard on a beach, which sounds difficult to me because being a lifeguard on a pool... You have a very limited vicinity to look over, but the beach, 
I mean, you're really just trying to watch the entire ocean. Yeah, pretty much. You have to look out for uh, fish and um, the way the ocean behaves and how people are reacting to it. Who's in your water and how they're swimming in front of you, which can show them like whether or not they might drown and whether or not you should take them out or pull them in or whatever. Have you ever had to save someone? Uh, I was bad. So this is my first year because I used to be in the military as of a few months ago. I'm not. But um, this is my first year. And uh, I was back up to a rescue at a stand neighboring mine. But when we got out there, the swimmers decided that they didn't want to touch our equipment. So we just kind of like swam in with them. Um but we had a lot of uh, lifeguards in the water. We had two on paddle boards, and I had my can. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Interesting, yes. So, why are you no longer in the military? Was it like your... I have no idea how the military works. Was it like your contract up or whatever the hell? Sure. Shit happens. You know? <laughs> sure. I feel like sure... Were you dishonorably discharged or something? No. For for what it's worth, whoever... I don't even know if anyone will hear this, but if anyone hears this, in order to get a dishonorable discharge, you have to, like, kill someone or, like, sexually assault someone. You have to do something bad. Like, really bad. What... what okay, is there a such thing as an honorable discharge? Yeah, like, everyone like, gets one if you just, like, get out. Regular. You know? Okay, because that's something where, like, I feel like, you know... In, like, the Civil War, like, there's those war heroes who, like, they disobeyed their commanding officer for, like, some moral reason. And, like, so, like, maybe you could get discharged, but, like, with honor because you disobeyed something because you knew it was the right thing to do. Oh, my God. I was on, uh, I was on Reddit and this guy, he, like, dropped his phone number, uh, to talk about his discharge with other people. Because a lot of, like, there's a lot of military Reddit. Anyway, he got, uh... Other than honorable discharge for telling his captain that he wanted to kill him. I don't know anything about He got about an honorable it. discharge for telling his captain he wanted to kill him? No, other than honorable. O-T-H. That's like, so there's... How many... There's four I didn't types know there were discharges. several types of honor. I didn't know there were several... There was, yes. There's, di- there's a dishonor as a type of honor. Honor is a type of honor, but I did not know there was an other... What is it again? Other than honorable? Yes. Yes. So there's honorable, general, other than honorable, um, and dishonorable. What does other than honorable mean? Because it's not necessarily uh, dishonorable. It's not necessarily I feel honorable. like other than honorable means that you might have gotten into some legal trouble uh, that led to your discharge. So, you get that. I mean, it kind of just depends on what surrounded your discharge. If you got other than honorable, it basically, more, more more likely than not, you got kicked out of your branch. Sounds very dishonorable. Maybe. What did you say your name was? Q. Q, before we go, um... I'm kind of curious, uh, like, where did you see the phone number? Like, on Instagram? 
So I saw you on TikTok way back when, and then I recently started watching you on uh, Twitch. And I listen to you while I'm sitting on the sand on the beach and uh, my lunch break. And when you're live, you know, I enjoy watching your your content. Hell yeah. I um, I'm in, I'm, I, I wonder if I'm, I hope I'm not like, you know, some kid drowns because you were like really into some like conversation I was having on here. <laughs> no, no. But how did you know? But, okay. But how did you know that I was taking calls right now? Like, where did you see the phone number? Oh, Discord. I oh, love Discord. Yeah. I, I had Discord to be on your too. Discord. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go, Q? What anything what do you what do you tell yourself when you're feeling like you're at rock bottom and like nothing nothing can get any worse. Like this it's ridiculous. Everything is just shit <sighs> shit is hitting the fa- it's bananas, you know? Fucking bananas. I'm trying to think if I have a good answer to that. Um, well, one of the cool things about Rock Bottom is that there's no expectations. So you can do whatever you want. Um, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my my mantra lately has been uh, that the only way out is through. So, you know, I mean, who the fuck said Some president, some probably Civil War douche said, like, uh, if you're going through hell, keep going. I like that. I'll co-sign on that. If I'm allowed to just answer your question by stealing someone else's thing. I'll, I'll do I that. I accept it. That's Beautiful. fine by me. Yeah. Beautiful. It was a pleasure talking to you, Q. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you. You too. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy.